0: Chris Ballas is standing by on the Meyer Guest Line. How you doing, Chris?
1: Hey, Billy. Doing great.
0: All right. What's the latest? I've been uh, retweeting your uh, Inside the Fort about uh, Harbaugh. Mm -hmm. Uh, You had part one, part two negotiations, player movement, everything. Let's start with Harbaugh. What's the latest you're hearing down in Ann Arbor?
1: Yeah, I think it's Denver bust and Sean Payton is interviewing tomorrow. I do think that Jim Harbaugh might meet with them in person. I do not think he's as high on the list as other people think uh he is. So I think Dan Quinn is actually the Cowboys defensive coordinator is actually interviewing on Friday as well. So uh, I think the hope Bill is that they will have a deal signed by Thursday or Friday, and they were still waiting on the resolution of the NCAA stuff, which they are negotiating right now. I still think he's going to get a one- or two-game suspension for – Gate there. Uh, There are lawyers involved working on that right now, however. So, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, but they weren't going to let them put pen to paper, I think, until they got that rectified. So, uh, that's their decision. You know, of course, that leaves the door open for the NFL, if any other teams were interested, but it doesn't appear that there are a ton of them interested right now. So, I don't know if he's been blackballed. You know, I said that last year, it didn't seem, for a guy with his record, you know, what happened in San Francisco, and I said, I think that the people in San Francisco were talking, and and really uh, kind of blackballing him to, to other NFL teams and owners, of course, talk. And so uh, at the same time, I think he does like it here, and uh, I think that he could be content to finish his career here, and I think they'll make it worth his while, and that there will be a, a large buyout in play so that this probably won't happen again.
0: Why did uh, President Santa Ono step in and publicly step in with that tweet that yep. I'm happy to say, you know, contract negotiations are going well or negotiations? Uh, with AD Ward, Manuel, Coach Harbaugh, and myself, why why did he have to? Why did he have to make it yeah. public?
1: Yeah, my strong opinion is that you know there's a lot of talk of there's a lot of anti Ward, Emmanuel sentiment, fair or not. You know that okay, why do you keep losing coaches and why are your coaches all mad and why don't we have a deal done yet with Jim Harbaugh? And I think Santa Ono's mailbox fills up with people complaining and uh, you know people want their their Big Ten championship coach back and I think they they believe that manual fare or not as the impediment to that and I don't, think the, I don't think there's a great relationship right now between manual and Jim Harbaugh from everybody that we've spoken with and I'm sure they'll say differently publicly as they should but you know what it's tough when you're dealing with egos and you're dealing with contracts and everything else I, we've, I've mentioned many times how the relationship between Bo Schembechler and Don Canham the AD at the time was never the same Bo said after he flirted with Texas A&M so maybe that's just part of the deal but they are going to have to work together if they are both going to be here so, um, But going forward, I think, uh, you know what, I don't think there's going to be, those guys aren't going to be mingling at parties, let's put it that way. That's my opinion.
0: Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us on the Meyer guest line, getting an update on the Harbaugh contract situation. We'll get to uh, the players coming and going and Michigan hoops in a moment. I'll, I'll be honest, you know, in my face-to-face dealings with Harbaugh, and let's think how many times he really had to interview for a big job know, he was going to get the Michigan job if he wanted it. Probably, you know, Niners, Stanford. Uh, he, he's not a big motivator, talker in that interview situation. He's kind of uh, not – I won't use the word crazy, but um, – Awkward? Yeah. Awkward might and be that, That's a, that, That's the right word. And that's, yeah. not a, that's not an indictment of his personality. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Peculiar, awkward, and I don't know if an interview situation with an owner that's never met you – and you're trying to explain your philosophy or what you want to do, I don't know if Harbaugh fits that modern NFL landscape right now. And I know he has his Niners uh, resume, but that was a long time ago. And, And I think a lot of NFL teams would look at Harbaugh and see, gosh, this guy just went to the Final Four twice. Is he just using us for a bargaining chip with Michigan, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. And, you know, it's interesting. All the crap we took last year from the Minnesota stuff, and now all the articles are coming about out about how it was his job and then the interview was odd. I think it was what the Athletic said. All know, right, so it, we've used
0: odd, said. peculiar, and awkward in yeah, describing hard exactly. one. I think that, and I think those are legitimate descriptions. And, it, and, again, it's not trashing them.
1: No, not at all. It's just, you know, if you don't interview, you don't interview. Well, I'd hired. Like I've said many times, I'd hire Jim Harbaugh to coach my football team any day. You do what he's done with one hand but tied behind his back on the recruiting trail and now with this NIL stuff and everything else is remarkable. To be able to not only win back-to-back championships in this era, but beat Ohio State and crush them twice. Uh, get to the playoff. Yeah, they fell short against TCU. That was a bad game. A poorly coached game. You know what? It happens. But uh, what he has done is, has been remarkable and now it's up to them to keep it up and up to him to keep it up. and He'd be the Guy, you know who? Who are you going to go to if it's not Jim Harbaugh? And I think everybody looks around the country and says, "Oh, you know, we'll just get the next hot coach and we'll be just fine." Well, you did that right with Rich Rodriguez, and then you then you went back and you tried the whole Brady Hoke experiment. That didn't work either. I think this is a great fit both sides as long as you make sure that you keep him happy and, uh, you know, it's, it's tough to do but you can tell the players love him. Uh, you can see it. It's, it's genuine at press conferences, uh, how much they, they love each other and, and the culture that they've rebuilt since 2020. So I think it's a good fit and uh, I don't think the NFL, I, I really think this was it. I, I do. He's going to be 60 years old next year and from what we've heard of the contract, you're looking at a buyout that's going to be substantially higher than most people in the contract. And is an NFL team going to want to come back, even if he wins the Big Ten, come back next year at when he's 60 years old and facing like a seven to $8 million, $9 million buyout and say Jim Harbaugh's our guy? I just don't see it, Bill.
0: Chris Bells from TheWolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us talking about the Harbaugh situation. Yeah, I I kind of look at it and say if they give him a, a fair deal and the assurances and uh, everything – um, that they want, then I think Harbaugh jumps in. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I I think if you get an offer from Denver, he'd very strongly consider it. And I I don't know that that's going to happen. And I think Sean Payton is their guy. Um, You know, some are saying that they're using Harbaugh as a bargaining chip with Payton and the New Orleans Saints and everything else. And Dan Quinn is certainly a good candidate as well. So, uh, and it's a young man's game. You know, Sean Payton's fifty nine too, but doesn't act like he's fifty nine, and he still has that youthful exuberance and everything else that people talk about. And seems to have a lot of miles left in the tank, but. Uh, I think that's the direction they want to go, and uh, I don't think you know. We'll see what happens with Harbaugh interviews in person as well, and what happens with the Sean Payton interview. But uh, right now, even Indianapolis, it looks like is passing. I've heard they might even be leaning toward Jeff Saturday to stay on. He was the interim coach, and uh, if that's the case, then you know what—that's not an option either. Carolina's already taken a pass, and I don't see his name linked with any other NFL jobs. So, uh, and again, you know that's their choice. I'd I'd take a chance on him because I think you know for all all the talk about oh it's about the guys he surrounds himself with at all these stops the, the common denominator is Jim Harbaugh everywhere he's gone he has won and won big including at some more abundant programs he turned out he turned Stanford into a powerhouse just think about that what he did at San Francisco and he might not be the same guy that was the jackhammer in his prime but he's proven he's still a damn good football coach
0: yeah and Ben Johnson the Lions offensive coordinator rumors have him one of the front runners. For the Carolina job, so I don't think it's again. I don't think these NFL openings are anything personal against Harbaugh. Uh, Ursay may be finding out nobody wants to work with him, and Saturday may be the only guy he can control and basically, you know, do a Jerry Jones like ownership thing uh, down mm-hmm. in India. It's his team; he can do what he wants to, and uh, that modern young assistant hire. Even though you looked at San Diego and uh, and they went young a couple of years ago, you look at Minnesota; they were thirteen and four with a young coach. Uh, it's kind of cyclical. And Harbaugh and even John Harbaugh, a little old school, but old school almost won that game last night if they don't fumble at the goal line with a backup quarterback. So you know Harbaugh's, you know John or Jim, they're not great interviews with the sideline reporters, and uh, right, they're they're just football coaches, right?
1: Yeah, it's exactly what they are, and. And they happen to win, you know, and, uh, you know what? It's not pretty sometimes. And everybody's like, oh, we need to pass more. And I'm like, when you're 13 and oh man. Uh, you can complain all you want to about what they're not doing. I, I'm not going to listen to you because uh, it is hard to go 13-0. and I understand the schedule was a bit easier. The year before, they were 12-1, and and the one was a controversial loss on the road to your rival. So uh, I, I'm not going to sit there and listen to, you know, okay, well, he's too old and the game's passed him by and everything else when he's winning titles. I don't think anybody was beating Georgia again this year, and I think that's going to be the case where the SEC champion – is probably going to be the favorite in this game for a long, long time, and or whoever steps up in the NIL game. But as of right now, uh, to me, Jim Harbaugh is the right guy. Uh, he's doing it right, and uh, they got to they've got to clean some things up with the NIL stuff and recruiting and get past all this flirting with the NIL stuff. But if they do that, this program is going to be in sh- good shape for a long time, though.
0: Chris, I will catch up on Michigan hoops. Northwestern game isn't you know breaking news. It was a win. They played well second half, and also. Uh, players uh-huh. coming and going, a lot happening there. People can follow that at TheWolverine.com. Also look for Chris Ballas, B-A-L-A-S, on Twitter. Uh, i got to get to a network break. Uh, great sure. conversation, my man. And we'll talk later in the week with an update on uh, what this football team will look like and also how we Michigan Hoops.
1: Sounds great. Thanks for having me, Bill.
0: All right, Chris Ballas checking in on the Meyer guest i And Meyer proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics.